there are some lies in our science books. Taught it for 15 years. Even though I'm not teaching it anymore, I still like to study. It's so many neat things to learn. We're going to cover some of that tonight. Perception is being managed. We are being steered and guided by a hidden hand. The whole world has been duped by the media that is not real. <laughs> smart thinking, possible time traveler, smart thinking. That night, boom, contact memory. And then, Alex, if you don't agree, you'll be sent to a re-education camp. Just because I'm old doesn't mean I've lost my touch with the ladies. Experts are suggesting that we're in a golden age of shape-shifting reptilian sightings. Now, why is that? I was, and still am, a huge conspiracy guy. I literally ran out of new tin hat topics to research. It was most definitely not capable of melting steel. Then I would be a crackpot if I thought that was that was the, the case. That was, that was, that was right. the, the case. Welcome to the Hypothetical Institute, a podcast about conspiracies. My name is Luke. Yeah, You're salty. So anytime you want to jump in, Robo, that's I was fine. Just pulling up my notes because I, I, I was busy setting up the the biscuit that you half-heartedly set up. And I'm Cam. Welcome to the show. A little bit of tension on the podcast today. Yeah, uh, I think if we if we had the freedom to cancel each other, there might be less tension. That could be a release valve. <laughs> because we can't, because you can't cancel your mates in twenty twenty. Can we cancel that fucking bird next door? Oh, let's not talk about the bird. It's doing me in. It's doing me in. What are we talking about today, gentlemen? Today kimchi. we kimchi. Sorry, kimchi. No, that's what I got from the group chat. It's... I was, I was believed to that was going to be kimchi. Oh right. I asked if there was kimchi. Did you say there would be, or did you not answer? I said. I, I think I said I've got kimchi. Well, why aren't we eating kimchi while we do this podcast about South Korean cults? Uh, a little thing called misophonia. Or? That's people who don't like hearing noises in their ears, eating oh. chewing sounds. Ah, oh, right. So if we chew on microphone. Oh, we don't want people to cancel us for eating. Yeah, they're like, ah, oh, like, yeah, you get angry later. Yeah. Well, can we have some kimchi afterwards? Didn't one of you guys have a podcast that people got angry at that about? Yeah, me. It was Cam. Oh, oh, both of oh us. yeah, I did too. Oh, both yeah. of you. Okay. We were eating olives in a beer garden, just right. chatting away on ours. And uh, what was yours? Olives? Yeah. Snacks were a part of that podcast though, weren't they? No, no. I, no. Thought that was, I thought that was the thing, a podcast about something while we eat snacks. No. Maybe that's someone else. I think that might be someone else. That sounds like an annoying podcast. Yeah, it does. <laughs> but uh, we can't talk. Uh, today we're talking about the cults of South Korea. Uh, I want to know why you were eating snacks on your podcast, Cam. Because we were hungry. Fear bloody play. Also, got to say, I could smash some olives right now. Yeah, yeah. Olives are a nice thing to eat when you're doing a podcast. <laughs> so, South Korea uh, has a lot of cults, it turns out. South Korea, I would say, has too many cults. Yeah. And, and are they all churches? It seemed that everything I saw, it was like, this church, cult. Yeah, yeah. They're all, I think, a lot of them, most of them are Christian-based, like offshoots. Yeah. There's a few Buddhist ones. Mm. Uh, the most dangerous cult of all, though, and BTS stands. Am I right? Am I right, folks? <laughs> Hang on. Just so I'm clear what that is. Is that is that one of the boy bands? We need to do a whole episode on K-pop, right? 
Yes. Is it a, is it a boy band or a girl band? Boy band. Yeah, definitely. It's a it's a K-pop group. Is that mm. the group that's got a couple of Aussie blokes in it? Yes, or Aussie girls. They're boys, aren't they? Are they? Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, any BTS fans Anis. out there? Yeah, let us know. I'm. Uh, I've been to Korea, yeah. South Korea, and North Korea actually. Have you stuck my um, yeah? So if you, you do went in the, the little room thing, yeah, if you do the military tour, which not many people sort of know about, mm. you go into the room where they do the negotiations, and it's a shared room, and so there's um, like a door on either side. So when the South Koreans are in there, they lock it so the North Koreans can't get in, and then they unlock it and then hoof out the other side and lock it from their side. Yeah. So then the North Koreans can get in, but they the South Korean soldiers used to have ball bearings in their cuffs of their pants to make it sound like there was more soldiers. And then it just kind of became part of the uniform. So the North Koreans could hear them coming. So one time the North Koreans listened into the doorway and the South Koreans unlocked it. They quickly opened it and grabbed them and took them hostage. Right. And then now you can look on the door and there's like marks where two other South Korean soldiers hold the other one by the belt just in case... They grab them. They try and grab them. Yeah, yeah. So we went in um, into that room, and there's so is it's used for like is it used for like South Korea and North Korean people going there together? Yeah. to talk stuff out. Yeah, and then they leave. Yeah, right. And then they um oh yeah, so there's a soldier standing there in front of that doorway, like, and he's just standing there like plain face. But if you get too close to him, which I did, just quick move of the hand, yuk, he just like pushes you aside. Uh. Get back. Uh, it was cool though. Yeah, yeah, really cool. Um, and you can see the North Korean people looking at you, and they reckon that you know there's probably probably there's a few snipers around looking at you while you're there. Uh, you go into the tunnels, which I think they're part of all the public tours. But the tunnels, which they were North Koreans were fi- found blasting out to like so they could get their troops in. But then when the South Koreans found it, the North Koreans went in and painted it all black and said that they were mining for coal. <laughs> I thought you meant they painted like a big black hole so the South Korean soldiers would run into it (laughs) thinking it's like a a hole in the tunnel and just go (laughs) smack into the wall. Um, Not that far off, really, when you think about Mm. it. Uh, But yeah, fun fun little experience. There's also a giant. um, So there was a town nearby in the DMZ, South Korean. So the North Korea, I think, built a town and pretended there was like farmers and stuff in there. Mm. And they built this apartment building to make it look like people lived there. And they noticed, the, the South Koreans or the American soldiers noticed the the light was really weird at night. Like there's windows, but it, all, it just looked like one light source. Right. And they kind of watched it long enough and worked out there was just an empty shell of a building to make it look like an apartment building. Right. And just one big one light. Big light. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then they had a flag war for a while there. Um, where they kept on building bigger flags. Right. And then they eventually got to the point where just neither of them, or well, the North Korean one wouldn't fly because it was just too heavy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, weird part of the world. Yeah, mm. I did see, unrelated to cults, but in my research for this, I saw the story of the, the tree that was in the DMZ. Mm. And uh, the South Koreans were like, are they hiding something behind that tree? So they went in to like, prune it. Mm. And... Uh, you can't go into the DMZ. It's too, you can't send soldiers in to prune things. No. Maybe if they'd sent Jim's mowing in, mm. it would have been fine. Would it be Kim's mowing? Is that a racist <laughs> joke? <laughs> I don't think so, right? That's fine. Yeah. I'll allow it. Uh, but they sent some soldiers in to prune the tree, and it's like you can't send any... I don't think you can send soldiers into a demilitarized zone. It defeats the purpose. Mm. So they got killed. 
Mm. And then uh, I think it was, they reckon it's like the largest military operation in uh, South Korea was the uh, the Americans brought in like troop carriers and mm. every fighter jets strafing everything just so they could go in and just chop the tree down. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. If was ever, there anything in the tree or was this a tree? I think it was just a tree. Uh, I think they were concerned that maybe behind the tree it was like obscuring some sort of right. thing. Just some guys hiding there with guns. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and I think the North Koreans felt that the tree had been like planted by you know, the Grand Leader or something. And Yeah, there is. I remember there's a lot about that tree. I remember reading up about it, but it's been a few years. Right. Um, yeah. If you're ever in the neighborhood, go have a look. Go have a look. Get in the room. But we're not talking about the North Korean cults. They only have the one cult. Yeah, it's just kind of a cult. But uh, we're the South Koreans have definitely got them beaten for in terms of volume. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I guess we should start at how this came about. Was there's the coronavirus cult. Yeah. In the news. that They'll paint the news as kind of wanting to infect everyone with coronavirus or infect all the members with coronavirus. Yeah. Their name is Shin Cheonji. Um, and when that came up in the news, we were like, well, there's also the the cult that was behind the president that was impeached. Yeah, the prime minister. Prime minister? I think so. Um, yeah, know. whoever. The leader of South Korea was impeached because there was a cult involvement. Right. And we're like, all right, that's two cults. That's a nice number of cults to do. Mm. And it's a nice number of cults for a country to have. Yeah, a couple. A couple of good ones. President. All right, fine. Cancel me. Oh, you can't. Uh, and you may not. Uh, <laughs> it's, so we're like two cults. Good number of cults. Uh, they're both involved in major things. That'd be it. Then it turns out there's a lot of cults in South Korea. Like 500 separate cults. Yeah, when I googled South Korean cult, in a time of South Korean cult being in the news, neither of those two were the top cult. That came up, yeah, and also this was a study that was like done in the sixties. So I think that uh, this might have been the beginning of this sort of thing. But a study in the sixties found that uh, there were like sixty people in South Korea who claimed to be the second coming of Christ, yeah, and had followers. So because anyone can go around saying they're the second coming of Christ, yeah, I but am. yeah, we all know that. Mm. Mm. But uh, if no one else is going along with it, it doesn't really count. But they had 60 people where other people were like, yeah, I reckon that guy might just be Christ, mm. returned to earth. And I feel like if you do that study in the 60s, that's probably the start of people going around saying they're Christ, mm. right? So did this, the study in the 60s said there was 500 cults? No, there was, there was 60 Christs in the 60s. Right. There's like, there are like 500 cults now. Right. They will probably have their own and a Christ lot, figure. A lot of them seem to be on the second coming of Christ. Yeah. Some of them are just like, I'm God on, incarnate on earth. Mm. And some of them are like, I'm... I saw one where they're like, I'm the future Buddha. Right. Some Buddha will die and I'll, uh, I'll reincarnate as the next Buddha. Is there a current Buddha? Yeah. I think there's a couple of them, aren't there? Mm, no, I think there's just one. I don't think you can have more than one. Oh, there's a couple of Dalai Lamas. Yeah, maybe. I don't think it's a current Buddha. I, I thought there we... was only one Dalai Lama. I thought that was the whole point of it. Don't know. Let's just all no. agree that we're not educated on this topic. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are multiple Dalai Lamas, I think, because there's the proper Dalai Lama, the yeah. Tibetan one, 
And then the Chinese are like, mm, I think you'll find that uh, this one's the Dalai Lama. Right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, let's start talking about Xinjiangji, the coronavirus cult. Because uh, there was also there was a viral thread, pun intended, mm. about them being a death cult. Mm. And I don't think that quite uh, bears out in the wash. Well, if you're all about coronavirus... Well, I don't, I don't know if they are all about the coronavirus. Right. They are about... Their, their leader is Christ returned to Earth. Okay. Uh, which they don't tell you about until like you're seven months deep okay. into their teachings. So they're, they're a global cult, but they are based in South Korea. And uh, yeah, the, the head guy is Christ. Uh, they believe that there needs to be... They started out saying that they had to like get 144,000 members because that's how many it refers to in the Bible, in mm. Revelation. Right. And I think they have way more people than that now. They have like they have like 200,000 members worldwide or something. Right. So is that why they're trying to coronavirus a bunch of them? <laughs> yeah. They're going to get these numbers down. In the herd. But uh, I think now they're like, we need 144,000 teachers. So now they're looking for oh, right. people to go through the whole process. Uh, but yeah, their thing is that uh, they're very into reincarnation and like the idea of having an eternal life. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they're that... I don't know, that doesn't sound like a death cult to me. They don't seem to be in a rush. Right. But equally, they uh, see illness as being like a test from God and you're not allowed to cheat on the test by doing things like going to the doctor right, or wearing a mask. Um, I think the mask thing is you, wearing a mask is like you're hiding yourself from God. So you're mm-hmm. not allowed to. Um, one estimate put infected um, Korean citizens. Oh, sorry, about 60% of those infected are members of the Xinjiangji Church of Jesus. Um, so, yeah, a lot of them spread. Yeah. There's, apparently there's a super... One of their members is a super carrier. A super spreader. Super spreader. Is he the, the one that organises the fucking suck circles? She. <laughs> she she organises <laughs> yeah. the fucking suck circles. No, that's not a cult. No? Um, sorry, wearing face masks on the grounds that doing so was disrespectful for God. Um, that's the... Uh, he, members could not miss church for medical appointments, which you just said. Right. Yeah. So they, they did have a, a branch in Wuhan, which I think they think is how it has gotten to... Well, I think it had already arrived in Korea, but this is how the super spreader has brought it to Korea. But the other thing is, so at their at their services, uh, there's no face masks, and it's all they sort of pack them in, and there's a lot of yelling right. and um, a lot of spit flying around, and people sort of sitting close to each other, and probably not a lot of hand hygiene, which we're we're being told is very important. Mm. Wash your hands for twenty seconds. Mm. Soap and water, just as good as hand sanitizer, but you're gonna do it for the twenty. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're not doing that. And then the other thing about this group is that uh, they do things a little bit on the sly, a bit on the DL. I think that part of it is... Uh, I saw Some of the threads about this on Twitter like present this as being super sinister. Mm. I think part of it is just about recruitment because they try and recruit from other Christian groups. And part of it is that you've sort of... The, this cult isn't looked on that favorably by most people. And so they've sort of go on the sly, they've got to go like go to other church services. This is what um, 
someone in Korea told me that they have to like go to other church services so that they appear like they're normal Christians. But then because they're going to coronavirus church and all catching it, then they go out to all of these other churches. They're just spreading it throughout the entire mm. Christian community. Um, they're, they're signed up in a lot of Christian churches saying, Shinji uh, band here. Right? Yeah. Not allowed in. Um, I saw some footage of them. Uh, so they have a big presence in, in Australia. Mm. A lot of these uh, Korean cults do have a presence in Australia. Uh, I saw a footage of them a couple of years ago. Um, it was shot a couple of years ago. Uh, they were singing, uh, was it We Are The World? Yeah, We Are The World. Banger. Yeah. And they were practicing for when one of the leaders came to Melbourne um, yep. to visit. And Were they doing the voices of all the different people who sang on the no, original? No. That's what I like doing. <laughs> um, I think they changed the lyrics as well, didn't they? Potentially. They changed it to We Are The One. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> parody song. Weird Al Yankovic motherfucker. Remix. Yeah. Uh, and where they were practicing was... Weird Al practicing. <laughs> was a rented factory space in Kensington. Not right. far from where we sit now. Oh, yeah. And there is... I'm pretty sure I know where that... that like, there's that big factory space in Kensington where I used to live across the road from. Yeah. There you go. Jesus. Um, it's they... Not they... It's not where they film bloody MasterChef, is it? That's it. Flemington. Flemington. But there's a, it's a big event space around there. They have a... There's an art exhibition happening there at the moment. Right. Um, Crumpler, the bag maker's offices were there. They filmed a lot of... What was that television show about cops, but they were like... They would bungee jump or rappel, uh, rappel down a, a building. Like they'd, the old school show in the 90s? Nah, recently. Ah, not and Police they'd, Rescue. They'd, they'd drive fast. Similar though. Right. It was in, set in Melbourne. Anyway, they'd shoot a lot of it in there. Rush. Yeah. Rush. Rush, that yeah. one, yeah. Did you know the whole time? No, okay. <laughs> but I knew exactly what you were talking about. Uh, I'd shoot him there. Yeah. So. Had Drazik in it from Heartbreak High. Okay. <laughs> um, I watched The Heartbreak Kid the other day. It's yeah. a fucking problematic movie. Does it hold up? Well, you know, why Why did she not end up in jail? What did she, wait, what did she do in The Heartbreak Kid? It's about a teacher who fucks one of her students. Oh, yeah, that's, that is problematic. And then in the end, they're just like, have a happy ending. They're like, let's just hook up in a couple of years when you're old enough. Everyone knows about it. Teachers know about it. The school knows about it. She just quits. No consequences. <laughs> Happy ending. Like that movie today. Yeah. <laughs> it was a different time. It, it was, was the, it was the nineties. We didn't know. <laughs> um, do you have any more on Shin Junchi? Oh, just yeah. So I was reading. There's a lot of. It's weird. There's. A lot of threads on Reddit about them in Australia, like on the Christianity subreddit and on the Australia subreddit, where some of the threads are like, oh, you know, I uh, was hanging out in the city in Sydney and I got approached by these people and they said, I'll come to Bible study. So I went along. It's like these Bible studies like two hours, twice a week Mm. for a month is the first thing that they get you with. And then they go to three sessions a week. For six months, and then that's when they drop the knowledge on you that uh, the guy is Christ. And you've now got coronavirus. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like, who needs four hours of Bible study a week? Good news, you've chosen the right one, because Christ is our guy, he's here. Bad news, coronavirus. Crunchy with the smooth. There were also some threads on Reddit where they're like, oh, I got approached by these guys in uh, 
the thing in a we went to Bible study and it's really great and it's awesome and if you see these guys go along with them to Bible study it's like hang on a second yeah yeah, I don't trust that um, do we want to talk about then the other one that um, I found a lot of Australian gear on uh, is that Providence yeah JMS or Providence okay yeah aka Jesus Morning Star but that's bullshit too because it's just named after the guy uh, Jung Myung Suk yeah apologies for any mispronunciations Sure, we've massacred a few Korean words so far today. I've been nailing them, I think. Okay, you've, yeah. <laughs> um, so, this dude just got out of prison a couple of years ago for sexual assault. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, I saw um, SBS had a big segment on them and about Australian women that were being recruited. And one of them was saying that she was recruited and she showed how then she, she would then go out and recruit people. And... Basically, it's all around giving yourself up to the the leader, and like he's you're married to him now, and, and so she showed that they'd go up. She'd find like tall, attractive white woman, and be like, "Oh, you you've been into modelling? You know, you could really be a model. You should come and." Uh, she was just Gislaine Maxwelling them. Yeah, you should come and join this group. It's religious, and then they they suck, and that's how she got sucked in. How did that work? <laughs> Oh, I suppose it's a compliment. Yeah, start off with a compliment, ease them in, say, here's yeah. about this group. And, you know, they probably play the numbers. Like, they're one around universities doing it. Oh, yeah, true. Um, and she ended up going and visiting this guy while he was in prison. She exchanged intimate letters with him. I don't think they ever met, but, like, I don't know. It, sound, when they, it was implied they were having letter sex. Snail mail. Yeah, snail mail <laughs> sex. Um, and she went and visited him in jail in Korea. So she, right. And like the authorities were like, how, why were people allowed to even visit him in jail? Like foreigners going in and visiting him mm. that were part of the cult. Um, there's another Australian guy, Peter Daly, I think his name was. It's interesting if you Google this guy's name, Peter Daly in the, in the cult, um, it comes up of like Peter Daly and it's their website or one of their websites. Peter Daly is, has gone back on everything he said. He loves us now. Admittedly, he's wrong. <laughs> like, oh, I don't know if that's true. Um, but he released video of like pretty much orgies, I think, um, and like sexual, you know, people naked and getting photos of the, the leader and rubbing them all over their bodies and right. all those sorts of things. Hmm. Um, that's got it still got quite a big presence in Australia, um, a lot bigger, but oh, sorry, a lot big, it was a lot bigger. Um, but yeah. I think having the leader of your cult in jail is going to put a dampener on things. Yeah, but they, I mean, they just said, ah, they're trying, to, they're trying to keep us down, you know. Yeah, so their, their, their thing, the way that he justified having sex with everyone was that uh, one of their teachings was that the original sin was caused by Eve and the devil getting it on. Right. And so the only way to reverse that sin is to have sex with Christ. Return to Earth. Mm. I thought the snake in the Garden of Eden was just a phallic symbol, not his actual dong. Nah. Uh. You thought wrong. <laughs> Hashtag peep show. I've never thought about the the snake being a, a metaphor or anything. No? Is, it, is that like widely known? I don't know. I just wanted to get a peep show quote in. Mm. Mm. But it makes sense, right? Yeah. yeah. Should we uh, take a short break and come back and talk more about... Korean cult. Yes. 
We're back. Are we back? Are we back? Yeah. All right. Shall we talk about the Prime Minister's cult? Yeah. So this was a group called Yongsei Gyo, or Church of Spirit World. It was set up by a guy called Choi Tae-min, who uh, died in 1994. But uh, the reason that they're sort of famous is because he was a a mentor to the uh, president of South Korea, Park Geun-hye, the daughter of the former president, Park Chung-hee. And he just used it to make a boku bucks. He made bank off them. He's getting bribes. I think... uh, I don't know exactly how that worked. He was like a, a spiritual mentor. She was just deep into it. Mm. They called him the... Uh, actually, no, they called his... So he dies in 1994. And then a few years later, his daughter calls out the president. She's like, I had a dream <laughs> that my father came to me and said that I should be your uh, trusted advisor right. <laughs> now. <laughs> uh, so she just sort of slipped back into that position. And uh, according to... I think it was in the, some of the WikiLeaks cables... Yeah. Uh, they called her like the South Korean Rasputin. Yeah, 2007 yeah. WikiLeaks. Um, they reported the rumours that, that Mr. Choi had complete control over Park's body and soul during her formative years and that his children accumulated enormous wealth as a result. Uh, and then his daughter took that over. So he was the one that was the future Buddha. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, this is about and a disclosure. This is about where I got really confused researching Korean cults, because this story intertwined with another Korean cult story that a, big scandals running completely parallel to each other, but they cross over in unrelated ways. Mm. And, and basically, what happened is part of the reason this one got found out was she when they were researching this ferry that crashed or when they were trying to investigate it and to to respond, she had a seven-hour counselling session with her cult advisor lady. And the press were like, that's a bit weird. That's an awfully long counselling session with a cult advisor. Yeah. And then... But that ferry sinking was owned by another cult leader who's also doing crazy things. Right. Different cult. Different cult. Yeah, that was the Salvation Sect, a.k.a. the Evangelical Baptist Church of Korea. Yeah. And so at this point, I'm like, it's too many cults. Mm. Anyway, let's get back to the president one. Wait, should we talk about the ferry one for a second? Because I don't know if there's a huge amount there. Uh, So this guy, uh, Yu Byung-un, owned uh, Chonghaejin Marine, which managed this ferry. Uh, and the ferry sunk because they'd done like all of these illegal modifications. I don't think any sort of cult modifications. Uh, I think that we've replaced the crystal, the <laughs> propellers with some crystals. That's the, um, isn't that the Peter Brock upgrade? <laughs> I think that they just hadn't repaired it properly. Uh, anyway, th- that ferry sunk. He went on the run on the lamb. And then I think two months later, he shows up dead in a field. Right. Yeah, and it was never clear how he died. Mm. It said his body was badly decomposed. Uh, which was sort of um, par for the course for this guy because back in the 80s, uh, I think 30... He, di- he died in another field? No, like 32 <laughs> or 33 members of his group... Uh, Probably were fa- 33, let's be fair. Yeah, were found dead. Well, I've, I've seen it both ways, but they were found oh. dead in like a factory, uh, bound and gagged. Right. 
Is it suicide? Is it murder? I feel like when you've bound and gagged people, that sort of leans towards murder. Mm. So he was arrested in relation to that as well. Um, after a money trail that they, they invest, the police were investigating it and then they found a money trail and he was uh, arrested and convicted for habitual fraud under the mask of religion for basically collecting too many donations um, and was in prison for four years. Right. But anyway, he met his end in a field. Yeah. So this, this Korean cult with involved in this fairy disaster, 32 death, mass suicide, guy convicted. That's just a footnote. Yeah. In this other cult thing. Yeah, so the, <laughs> the president... Too many cults. They, the people start asking questions, why is the president uh, talking to this person about this? Then it sort of emerges that actually this cult leader is like advising the president on everything, including, it turned out, writing like all of her speeches, which they tried to sort of play as being like a unpaid personal assistant gig. I guess no, I can't think of it. I was going to say the Australian equivalent might be uh, like that QAnon guy's wife babysitting for the Morrisons, <laughs> but she like works for the yeah. Department of Prime Minister now, doesn't she? I think she's employed to be. Isn't she employed to be the Prime Minister's wife's buddy? Yeah. Is that <laughs> anyway? I saw something about that, and I was like, I need to look into that. That's anyway. but that's probably not that good an, uh, an analogy or whatever. Um, but yeah, they're like, oh, she's just an, like an unpaid personal assistant. Yeah, she helped like write a couple of speeches or whatever. Right. And it's well, it's not really unpaid if you're like funneling tens of millions of dollars into foundations that are associated mm. with uh, this cult. So yeah, the president had to go. It was like there were mass protests in didn't, like 2016. Didn't they? And I thought I noted this down. I think they found it because they left an iPad in a room. Is it this one? Yeah, so uh, she left her, the cult leader like left a tablet uh, in s- somewhere. I think it's it was like a German office yeah. that she used to own. And then they went through it and they found all the speeches. Yeah, and then, but then they uh, asked her, they asked the, the president, uh, we've heard rumors that you've been having this person write speeches for you. Oh, no, 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 no. And then they dropped the bomb. Well, we've got the iPad. Or, I think more likely, a Samsung tablet. Mm, I think it was Samsung. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's weird. It's... It's just too many cults. Yeah, <laughs> so, so I'm kind of stuck on this. Like, And I guess it's they're all really similar cults, it seems. Mm. Christianity offshoot. Yeah. Um, lots of members. I don't know. Lots of study. Even when I was looking, I was looking up cults in Korea and like one thing came up and I was like, oh, it's like the sex cult. And I was like, all right, so that's the sex cult that we talked about before. Yeah. Don't need to look at that. And then I was like, I'll just have a quick look. And it's like a completely different cult. <laughs> <laughs> and that was like this group that, uh, they were like, we've all got to move to Fiji. Ah, uh, yeah. The Fiji one. So that was the one when I Googled, they were the top result. And I was like, what? What? Who are these? Who are these people? So that was a... They're called... What are they called? Like the golden... Have you got their name? Uh, Grace Under Fire. Grace Road. Grace... Yeah, Grace Road. Yeah, the Grace Road Church. So they're like, for the end of days, mm-hmm. we all need to move to Fiji. Okay. Where we'll be safe. 
part of that reason was they believed that Fiji was the centre of the world uh, per the Bible. Mm. But then it also said they looked through 60 countries and they decided on Fiji. So I feel like the centre of the Bible part was like retrofitting. Oh, no, that's dear. Definitely found it. That's yeah, where right. it says it now. Do we so, all get to live in sweet villas? I guess so. Yeah. No, I don't think they did. Uh, so they all, there's 400 of them all went to Fiji. There, the, actually, just before we go on, there was a cult just in the outskirts of Warrigal, where I'm from, mm. uh, in like Nilma. Uh, and there, the leader of that cult had determined that Nilma was going to be safe from the apocalypse. Okay. Because it was like on a hill. It was by no means the tallest right. hill around. He just read Z for Zachariah. I was like, we're in a bit of a valley. We'll be fine. Yeah. Um, so she she and 400 of her followers all went to Fiji. She took their passports off them. You know, yeah, you're stuck there. And then she proceeded to beat the shit out of them. Yeah. And then have each other beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, right. Fight so, club. Yeah. Part of it was basically in order to get the devil out of people, you got to give them a belting. Yeah. Uh, and that's what they did. Mm. Uh, I saw some footage of online. Uh, there was a mother and daughter belting each other up. They called it the, th- the threshing floor. Mm. Whoa. Which is a good name. I mean, if you're going to um, like assault 400 people, mm. that's a good name for you it. You want a floor, some sort of factory system. Yeah. Like um, a flensing deck. <laughs> yes. Anyway, she got six years in jail for that. Right. Mm. Which seems a little low for kidnapping 400 people. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a day per person. No. My math is way off. It's not enough anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Someone else do the math. Um, they also own a bunch of businesses in Fiji. My first thought was like, oh my God, Fiji water. <laughs> no, they don't own Fiji water. <laughs> oh, <good. laughs> um, they own a chain of restaurants and they won a Prime Minister's Business Award in 2017 for a rice farming venture. Um, they've also done work with the universities on farming and agriculture. So they've kind of meshed themselves into to daily Fijian life. Um, the, F- the Fijian Prime Minister, though, is a bit cooked as well. So right. um, it's a different episode. Should we talk a bit about the unification movement? Mm. Okay, the Moonies. Yes. There's probably a whole episode in the Moonies. But I think that uh, Salter's got some mini gear for us. Oh, I just looked up what they're all about. What are they all about? Massive weddings. Massive so, weddings with guns, right? Uh, I don't know. I just saw... It. They're basically based on the idea that the perfect family is the closest thing to God you can get. So they go about marrying like massive amounts of people to try and form these families. And they're, they're again, they're another Christian offshoot thing. Where they, uh, where it differs from Christianity is that they're like, everyone was made to be perfect like Jesus. Everyone should be equal to Jesus. But obviously we're not because we all sin. But when you do your whole... Mass wedding. Well, no, when you do your whole make yourself right with God, everyone gets elevated to Jesus level, not just forgiven, come to the kingdom of heaven level come to the kingdom of, hev- of heaven as a Jesus yeah. level. So um, that, that's where they butt heads with Christianity because Christianity's like, ah, no, 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 no one's at Jesus level. That's uh, that's making a mockery of Jesus. They also, um, they're another one where their leader, Moon, the, moon, the guy who felt, founded it, 
was like, I'm the Messiah. So I'm... Because they, they, they believe that Jesus... There isn't going to be a second coming of Jesus. Jesus came to do the job of creating the perfect family. But before he could get married, he got offed. Yeah. <laughs> so, so now there'll be another Messiah that will come along to do Jesus's job and do it right. And that, that was... That's Moon. Moon. But he died. So now his wife is the Messiah. It's another one of those things where the next person just goes, oh, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. I'll be the Rasputin <laughs> now. Um, so, yeah, they, uh, they... And they've got a lot of interest in a lot of things. Like, they funnel money into fucking heaps of stuff. They own some of the media, don't they, Cam? Yeah, they own the Washington Times, mm. which I don't think is a huge get. I think it's one of those... It's not the Washington Post. It's not the Washington Post, no. and it's not the New York Times. I think But that, it sounds pretty important. <laughs> well, I think they exist in that space of, we sound a bit like we're the Washington Post, <laughs> yeah. and we sound a bit like we might be the New York Times. But we're neither of those. Could like the New York Post. But when you get the phone call from the Washington Times, you in your head you might be like, that sounds like those real newspapers mm. I'm familiar with. They had a bit to do with Bush Senior, George Bush Senior. Oh, really? He spoke at one of their conferences somewhere overseas and their their Washington Times, whatever it is, foundation gave millions of dollars to like the George Bush Library in the US. But yeah, at their, they had a big conference where George Bush Sr. and Barbara went to it and, and spoke and Bush said um, if there was one thing he could have done to as president to help improve America, it would have been to strengthen the role of families, which is what this church is all about, perfect mm. families and stuff. Um, there's footage of them in the, I think it might be the 80s, doing mass, maybe the weddings, and they've all got guns. Right. Um, I think one of the... Uh, someone related to the church owned a gun manufacturer. Right. Um, <laughs> but like the whole AR-15, you know, it's to show that, you know, our, we're strong and we can protect ourselves. Yeah, right. um, they own a lot of land in Paraguay, uh, which incidentally where a lot of the world's cocaine comes from. Right. Um, and I think, I think they've been tied up with... Cocaine smuggling. Um, I think the CIA's tied them to cocaine smuggling and Contras and stuff. Well, I would equally, I would tie the CIA to cocaine smuggling and the Contras. So, one hundred percent. Physician, <laughs> heal ourselves when it comes to nose beers. <laughs> the CIA. I mean, maybe they were tied up with the CIA. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry for just dropping nose beers on you like that, Sophie. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. <clears throat> yeah, the Moonies, I, I didn't look too much into them because I cooked myself on all the other stuff. Mm. Do we have more on the Moonies? Well, they also own Newsweek now. Okay. So that's a Newsweek is like a very established media brand in the United States. Yeah, I, I knew that Newsweek had gone downhill. Yeah, well, they, I think they sort of basically went out of business. Mm. Because uh, I don't know if you've noticed, but there's not a huge market for like established uh, serious journalism. Mm. Uh, and if you've noticed that Newsweek is sort of a little cooked these days, that might be why. Um, is he still alive? Moon? Yeah. No. Dead. Oh. You, you were distracted when I said that earlier. Oh, sorry. I was trying to, trying to catch up on the cocaine <laughs> stuff. No, so the, yeah. The, yeah, he was the Messiah. He yeah. died. Now he's wife well his second wife is the messiah hmm. also the guy who's all about building the strong families on his second wife 
Um, I did know that in his, I think maybe his biography, he doesn't call his first wife by name. He just calls her his first wife. Right. And I think he just ditched her, left her with the, their son. Oh, no, he calls her, sorry, the mother of my son. Right. And he just ditched her and then just said, don't, don't follow me. You just, right. you, you're better off just staying where you are. I did see another, another one of these cults in South Korea where, like, the leader is the Messiah, but they also had a position for the mother of God which was just his mum. And yeah, they, they wait a little bit before they drop on you the knowledge that, uh, you know, the mother of God we've been talking about. Well, it's this old lady. <laughs> She's still alive. So. Um, the only other thing that I forgot to mention earlier, the, the guy that was involved in the cult that had the fairy, he spent a few years as an artist where like he was paying a lot of the big art galleries in the world, I think including the Louvre, to show his photography exhibitions um, and like billions of dollars and the art world wasn't questioning the fact that they were supporting a cult leader. It was just the fact that don't take money for art. It's a weird thing to do. Mm. Um, And I think like he's donated enough to them to open up wings and stuff. Um, But his exhibition was... Do you think think they just appreciate, oh, someone's giving us money and we don't have to just launder it (laughs) like the rest of the art world? Um, His exhibition was Through My Window where he took like two million photos he must have i'm assuming he's an automatic timer through his studio window for i don't know two years or something and then exhibited them in different ways but got like the london symphony orchestra did the score to his follow-up one and so he had this while he was a cult leader bloody murdering or being involved in 32 hogtie deaths (laughs) just, just doing some art on the side so why are cults so popular in korea don't know. There are some. I, I sort of tried to find this out. I was like, "What's the go? Why are there so many?" There's a few like cult experts in Korea. They must be loving it. Okay. Mm. Uh, but it, the explanations that I saw the, the cult experts coming up with were just like, "Oh no!" It's like there are more cults in South Korea than there are in other places, right? Yeah, it's a very cult-led society. So, Not cult, well, no, it is a cult. It's like the president, one of the members of the coronavirus one was like the health minister or a health, senior health official. <laughs> and that's how they found out about it. <clears throat> he was sick and they were all like, uh, can you not be sick during the coronavirus? And he's like, <laughs> well, unfortunately, no. So the, the general theory is that uh, the cults offer something that general society and mainstream religion don't whether it's a sense of community Mm. also saw someone offer up the idea that uh these cults are all very specific in their beliefs Mm. uh mainstream christianity or actually all sort of um the established religious strains like christianity buddhism etc there's a lot of ambiguity Mm. it's like well you know here's the story what happens when you die? Well, this, but, you know, maybe this, we don't know. It's, you've got to have faith. But these things are like, this is what happens. This is when it's going to happen. This is the day it's going to happen. Uh, it's all very unambiguous. And that is probably quite appealing. Um, the, I guess there are things around is protecting your emotions in South Korean society. Um, I know, like, for, for women, that's a big, big thing. Like, don't show too much emotion. 
um, and B, I guess it's kind of family. You know, you don't want to upset your family or you can be ostracized from your family. So maybe, and I know a lot of the, a couple of these cults that I, I was reading were saying like, once you join the cult, they really make a conscious effort to take slice you off your family and tell you that they've been lying to you this whole time. Right. So there might be that appeal of, <clears throat> I don't like my family. This whole society's a lot of the society's built around that. Ah, this is great. This is telling me to get rid of them. Uh, yeah, I could be wrong. I mean, it's a very general. It's a big population. Well, Generalizing. I, I sort of feel like there's not there's not like some uniquely South Korean thing that's sucking people in. It might just be that. At some point, they had a lot of cults. Yeah. <laughs> well, still, they had well, a lot of cults. Because, I mean, there some of the stories about the uh, coronavirus cult in Australia, they were, like, getting white Australian people in as well. Yeah. Uh, and it was just as easy to bring them in and it was, you know, just as effectively blew up their lives and when they were cutting off their, them from their family and they didn't trust their children anymore, et cetera, et cetera. And it's probably just... For a Korean cult in Australia, it's probably easier to approach Korean students mm. and things. Mm. But I don't think there's anything well uniquely Korean about uh, getting sucked in. I think there might just be a lot of it. So, and that's the, that's the thing. I think any of these ones we've talked about, if you were to Google them, you'll find a presence in Australia and New Zealand, uh, which is surprising. You know, the coronavirus one. When you when you read about that on the news, you're like, ah, oh, it's a crazy foreign thing. Everybody, they love getting sick, but. <laughs> You know, they were in Kensington. They're uh, everywhere. Mm. Don't join a cult. No, Uh, don't get coronavirus. Don't get coronavirus. Yeah, I saw some people giving some cult advice in some of these Reddit threads about uh, being approached. And advice number one was uh, if anyone has to tell you that their thing is not a cult, (laughs) (laughs) they might be a cult. Um, Yeah. I think I would like to probably revisit the Moonies in a in a long episode, because um, I don't I know that I knew the name Moonies, I knew that's a thing mm. that people you know like almost like Jehovah's Witnesses or whatever. Something happened in the seventies and eighties around this thing that I don't know much about, and then I saw it was connected to this. I'm like, oh okay, there's. And then the more I looked, the more I was less realized how underprepared. Mm. So maybe we need to. Find out just what the CIA and the Moonies are up to with the old... Nose bears. Nose bears. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a short one, but we could probably circle back on a lot of these, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Does it have to be so short, ah. though? Ah. <laughs> maybe... Oh, I was going to make a joke that maybe... No, nah, never mind. Maybe it was all the barbecue... Korean barbecue. Yeah. That cult man might. Good call on not making that yeah. one. Yeah, don't. I'll yeah. cut that one out. Cut that. Robbo, if people want to find you, where can they do it? You can get me at Isle of a Time and Isle of a Time.com. Salts? Uh, at Saltmarsh on Instagram and Twitter and Andrew Saltmarsh Illustration on Facebook. Uh, check out Tohara on Patreon. We've got a music video coming out soon. And uh, you can check me out, Sexenheimer, on Twitter. Uh, yeah, nah, Passaran is my radio show on 3CR, 4.30pm on Thursdays. But you can also check it out as a podcast. 3CR in Melbourne. If you're out of Melbourne, shit out of luck. Or can they tune in online? They can tune in online. 4pm Australian Eastern. 4.30pm 4:30 Australian Eastern Standard Time. A, no, AEDT at the DT. moment. All right. 
DTF, yeah, I'm all right. But it will go back to ST in March, April. Yeah, March. Uh, But you you can go to 3cr.org.au slash yanapasaran and get a podcast of it now. And people can also go to patreon.com slash, what's this called? Hypothapod. Hypothapod. And uh, check out our thing. We do an extra news show every week and we also send people cool shit. Yeah. Everyone's Um, been receiving their little bits and pieces, which has been cool. Yep. Your little bits and bobsies. Mm, Send out some stickers and badges, sticker club and badge club. But also thanks to Tammy, our cooked $33 sponsor. And welcome to the, we've got two new patrons, one of them from the UK, you're which right. is cool. You're right, mate. That's you'll, what they say there. You'll get your buttons soon, mate. <laughs> we are sorry for the xenophobic <laughs> bit. <laughs> Bye. See you guys. Don't worry about a thing. Except if all our world leaders are alien reptilians. supply contains mind-altering drugs Don't worry about a thing Except whether or not Port Arthur was a false flag operation in which to disarm Australia I said don't worry about a thing I accept You can definitely hear John Lennon say I buried Paul at the end of Strawberry Fields forever Don't worry Except not only did Bush do 9-11, but he also keeps the planes out in Area 51, which let's not forget where all of the aliens are. Don't worry about a thing, except Donald Trump is clearly a woman and you're just blind if you can't see that. Why don't you open your eyes?